Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter and keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and welcome to welcome to Vespero Training Webinar. I'm Mika, and before I turn it over to Elizabeth... I um, just want to let you all know that we're in webinar, and so when it's time for questions, we'll tell you how to do that. But without further ado, here's Elizabeth. All right. Thanks so much, Mika, and thank you, everyone, for being here today, joining us. Today, we are going to be talking about using JAWS to create a contact group in Outlook and other tricks and tips. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so that I can demonstrate how to do that for you. You both started screen. Inbox All screeners. Right. You guys hear me? Have the screen? Yep. You're good. Uh huh. Okay. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about what a contact group is just really quickly here. Contact groups are very useful because they allow you to send an email to multiple people at once. You can have just a few people in that group. You can have a lot of people in that group. And they save you time because you don't have to type each person's email address. You can just create a group, name that group, and then when you want to send an email, you just type in the name of that group in the to field, and it just fills all of that in for you. So I'm here in my Outlook inbox, and I want to create a contact group. So I'm going to press Control-Shift and the letter L, Lima. Control-Shift-L, Untitled Contact Group, Name Edit, Alt plus M. All right, so it brings up a dialogue here that allows me to create this group and it places me directly into the name field where I can name this group. Now, before I do that, let's just kind of explore this dialogue. We only have a couple of options here, but let's explore. So we're in the name field and I'll press tab to navigate through this dialogue. List box, members list table and available, alt plus M. All right, so here we have the list box where if we had some names in here, some email addresses already in here, they would be displayed. But since we don't have that yet, there isn't anything to navigate. So I'm going to go ahead and tab again. Name edit. And we're back to the name field. So I'm going to go ahead and name this. um, Let's call this training project. T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G. All right. So I've typed a name here. And, you know, once again, I can tab around. List box, members, list table, and available. We don't have anybody M. in here yet. So if I tab back to the name field. Name edit, training project. It tells us M. what the name is. So, all right. So now that we have a name, how do you go ahead and put members into this contact group? You can do this in a couple of different ways. And I'm going to show you both. We're going to press Alt, then the letter H, then M to access the add members submenu on the ribbon. So Alt, 
H and M. Upper ribbon, H. M, menu, leaving menus from Outlook contacts, alt followed by H, M, Okay, C. so you heard a couple things there. So what it did is it brought up three options here. And we can tab or down arrow through these three different options and choose the one that we want. First, we have from Outlook contacts. Then we have from address book. And then we have new email contact. So, and it gave you some keyboard commands. You heard a keyboard command there after it said from Outlook contacts. And I'll tab and show you what happens. From address book, alt followed by HMA. So what that means is there's... There's a keyboard command where you can go directly to that particular option. If you know what you want to do, what you want to create from, you can go directly to that option. New email contact, alt followed by HME. From Outlook contacts, alt followed by HME. And here we are back at contacts. So you can enter on the choice that you want. And uh, like I said, you can also use the keyboard. So I'm going to go ahead and escape. And we're going to talk about those keyboard commands. So I'll, I'll escape out of this. Escape, upper ribbon, add member submenu, alt followed by HM, escape, leaving menus, ribbon tabs, tab expanded, contact group tab, alt followed by escape, leaving menus, leaving ribbons, name edit. So I had to project. escape a few times to get back to where we have the name of this contact group. Um, so now, if you, like I said, if you know what you want to access, you can press alt H M C for, to choose from Outlook contacts. You can choose alt H M A to choose to create it from your address book, or you can choose Alt-H-M-E for a new email contact. Now, we're going to do this here in just a second, but I want to go ahead and talk about these for just a minute. So if you choose to create from contacts or from your address book, you'll have a dialogue that contains several items. You can search for a person's name, you can search for their email address. You, you have a search box. So you can type in information there that you want to search for. You can press enter or you can tab to the, the button that says go button and press enter on that. And it will automatically place you in the results list. So you'll be in a list box where you can up and down arrow. And JAWS will read the first choice. And then you can press your down arrow if you want to see if there are more choices. And if JAWS doesn't read anything, then that's probably your only option. There's probably only one search result there. If that's the case, and let's say you missed it, you know, the first time around JAWS was talking and you didn't hear what it said, you can press insert up arrow to hear that spoken again. So when you find a contact name, you're going to press enter to add that person to your group. And then you're going to tab to OK and press enter and it will add. So you can tab through this, this dialogue, and I'm going to show you that here in just a second. And you'll have different settings and options like choosing which address book that you want to use. Uh, there's also an advanced find button, and, and there's, more, there's more options in there too. But you'll have a list that contains various address books and a few other options where you can actually search where contacts are stored and where you can search from those contacts to add. So what are the differences here? Let's talk about that for just a second. So depending on how your Outlook is set up, uh, you can search in your list of contacts. You can search in an internal address book, an external address book, a global address book. So if you're, you're using Outlook for work or school, you might have it set up on, say, an Exchange server where all the messages go and they're held there on that server. 
And you're going to have different options than you would if you're using it at home. So you may have multiple address books. And, and in Windows, you have what are, what are called contacts, or now I think they're called people in Windows 10. So you, but you have contacts in Outlook. It's the same thing. You're still accessing names and email addresses, but they're just in different places. So once again, you know, depending on how your computer is set up, depending on what you're using it for, you're going to have some different options there. So when you're in that box, you can choose from different address books and then search, uh, you know, search a particular list of contacts that you want to access. So when you choose to search from contacts, the contacts folder is going to automatically be selected as the list to search. If you choose address book, then your probably your global address book will be automatically chosen to search from. So like I said, that's going to vary, but that's how mine works uh, on my computer. That happens to be how mine works. So then, uh, so let, let's go ahead and, and do that once again. I'm going to press Alt-H-M. Upper ribbon, rib H. C. M. Menu, leaving C. Leaving menus, select members, contacts, search, edit. So I'm actually here. I don't know if I have, how many people I have in my, I'm in my Gmail account. I'm not really sure how many people I have, but I'm going to go ahead and type something here that I know I get emails from. Let's see if it shows up. And I'm going to press Enter. Enter extended select list box. And nothing showed up here. So I may not have, but if Escape, I did, they would show up there in that list. Um, list box, members list table and available. Now Alt I plus tabbed. Oh, let's see. Let me do this again. Alt H. Upper M, ribbon H. C. M. Menu. Leave C. Leaving menus. Select members. Contact. Okay. Search, so I don't want to search. Let's see if I can tab and let's see what our options are here. Go button, address book, combo box, contact CYTaker at Vespero.com. Okay, so that one's actually chosen to my Vespero, even though I'm not in that mailbox right now. It's defaulting to my Vespero contact. So I don't want to search for that. I'm going to... Offline global address list, CYTaker at Okay, v. so there's my offline. I'm just pressing my down arrow key here. Offline global address list. And those are my only two, those are my only two choices. Vespero. Okay, so I could choose... Uh, go button. I could go up here and type a name. I'll, I'll type Rachel's name. R A C H E L. Enter extended select list box name Rachel. And it went ahead and it found Rachel, and it's pulling from my Vespero. Even though this I'm in my Gmail account in, in Outlook, it's pulling from my Vespero uh, contacts. So. Once again, if you have multiple accounts in your Outlook, then you might want to arrow through that list and see if you have multiple address books for those accounts. The reason I don't probably don't have any contacts is because I really haven't created an address book for my Gmail account. It's a pretty new account. So there we have it. We could press enter to add the, I'll go ahead and press enter. enter and then members. I'll tab to OK. Go button. Address book combo box. Advanced find button. Extended select list box. Members button. Select members. OK button. Enter. Training project contact group. And so, uh, sorry, you hear some alerts coming through. So now I'm back in my contact group that I've created. I'm going to tab here. List box. Rachel. And there, there Rachel is. She's been added to this group. So I, I can tab. Name edit. Training, training project. project. I can tab again. And we have a list box here. List box. And Rachel. And we have... Rachel has been added. So you just do that for each person that you want to add. Now, if you choose to add from a new email, a, a new you know, e contact, the person's not in your contacts, 
you navigate that also using the tab key and you can type in a person's name. You could type the first name, first and last, you, you, you know, both, whatever you want to type there. And you type that in one field and then you have another field to type the email address. So you can tab through those choices. There's also an option that's a checkbox to add that person to your contacts. And it's checked by default, but if you don't want to add that person to your contacts, but you do want them to be in the email group that you're creating, you can just press the space bar to deselect that option. You press the space bar or enter on OK, and that person is also added to your contact group. So each time a contact is added, you're returned to that group like I am now. And I can press tab like, like I've been doing to navigate through it and check out who my members are, make sure I've added everyone I want. And then I can press Alt-S to save this group, which I'm going to do. And it'll return me to whatever folder I was in when I started to create the group. So if I was in my inbox, which I was, it'll return me to the inbox. So I'm going to go ahead... And do that now. Alt-S, list view, tab, January. Okay. Had a reminder to pop up there. So now I'm back in my inbox and it saved that contact group. Now, if you don't want to save, let's say you're creating the group and you think, oh, I just, I really need to start over. You can press escape at any time and you'll be prompted to save uh, yes or no. And there is a yes, no, or cancel. And you can just press your up and down arrow keys to navigate between those and choose whichever one you want. Cancel will actually return you to the contact group. So let's say you're in your contact group, you're creating it and you accidentally press escape and it brings up that dialogue and it says, you know, do you want to save? And you think, oh, I'm not finished. Just either press escape or down arrow to cancel. Um, when you have that dialogue, you can also press uh, to, to get to yes or no, you can press alt Y for yes or alt N for no. So there's just a couple of uh, options there. All right, so how do you locate a contact group? Well, you can press Control-Y to go to the folders list where your, con where your folders are stored. So let's press Control-Y control and see y. if I can press C for contacts. C. Ah, all right, it's not going to let me since I'm not in my Vespero inbox. This but inbox. Uh, let's, hang on, I think I can change that here. Control, level Z, string, E white, E white. I level one. Okay. Inbox. Enter. Now List box. I Rachel. can press Control Y. Control Y. And I can press C for contacts. C calendar close. C contacts close. I can press close. Enter. Enter. Contact C white paper at thesparrow.com. And now I have a list of those contacts. It just puts me in a list, just like you would have a list of emails or something like that. So I can navigate that using my arrow keys, and I'll do that now. Up spot. Contact list list box training project. Okay, there's the one we just created. So I'll press enter to open that contact group. Enter training project contact group. All right. So now we're in the same dialogue as we were when we created this group. We have the contact name or the contact group name. I'm sorry. Name at the training and then project I can tab, and we have the list of people, which right now we just have one. List box Rachel. All right. So here we have that contact group. I can press, if I want to remove someone from that list, I can press the delete key on a contact to delete that person from the group. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And it didn't say anything because there aren't any other contacts. If there were, it would have spoken the next person's name. 
Name edit. List box. Members list table unavailable. So there it did not say Rachel's name, so we know that I've deleted that particular contact. So if I want to save this, once again, I can press Alt-S. Alt-S. And it's not saying anything. Uh-oh, I do believe my jaws is locked up here. But you can press Alt-S to save. You can also press Escape to choose. Um, Start button. Start you can button. press Escape to, you know, cancel that or you can choose uh, alt n or alt y for for no or yes so you still have those same options and it'll take you right back to your list of contact groups so let me get inbox back around here so i am microsoft outlook no button ah so it's asking me a question so i'm gonna press enter inbox there we go i think it reopened outlook all right so if i'm in let's say i want to delete a contact group i can press control y press c for contacts then I can go to uh, the contact group that I want to delete, and I can press the delete key. So once again, if you want to delete a contact from a group, you just find that group in the list, press enter, go to the, the list box containing those names, and press delete on one, and it'll delete that contact from your list. And, you know, once again, if you didn't mean, if you delete someone you didn't mean to delete, if you press escape and you tell it, no, you don't want to save, then of course it won't actually, it'll, it'll cancel that. But if you want to delete a contact group, just like you would an email message when you're navigating through that list of groups, just press delete on the contact group. So once you have taken care of whatever you want to with your contact groups, you can press control Y to go back to your inbox, press the letter I and then enter to go back to your inbox. So I think now would be a good time to see if you guys have any questions. So I'm going to turn yeah. it back over to Mika here. Liz, is there a difference between a distribution list and a contact group? You know what? There very well may be. I was reading up on that, and uh, someone feel free to correct me if, if I'm wrong about this, but I it's my understanding that they were frequently called distribution lists. Right. However, now they're being called contact groups. Okay, because I, there was a lot of accessibility issues with almost all screen readers when trying to add people in the past. And I think right. it's been fixed to a large degree and I'm happy because I have Christmas newsletters to get out. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this is a great way to get those because we use, I use contact groups all the time for projects, you know, with other team members and, you know, we, we create groups. And so, yeah, I, I don't know how many contacts you're allowed to add to one, or maybe there isn't a number. I'm not sure. So it used to be about 50. I don't know what if okay. that's changed, but it used to be it would stop after about 50. And maybe somebody knows more than I about ah, that. Okay. Meeting con- 30 meeting control. Here I'll un Alt. unshare my screen here. Let's see if anybody has any other questions. All right. So um, if you have any questions, you can raise your hand. If you are on a landline, it's going to be star. It will be star nine. If you are using. Um, your smartphone or tablet. There's a raise hand option actually on your screen. And if you're on a Windows PC, it's Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac, it's Options-Y. And please be ready to unmute yourself. Um, if you're on a smartphone or tablet, the option to unmute will show up on your screen when I have allowed you to talk. If you are using a Windows PC, it's Alt-A. If you are on a smart, or if you're using a uh, landline, it's star six. And if you are on a Mac, it is Command-Shift-A. So you do have some questions. Great. 
All right. Um, and your first question is going to be from Terry. Terry. And Terry, you should be allowed to talk. Good. Hi. Good afternoon. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm a little on the late side getting in, so I apologize if I'm asking you to repeat something. That's okay. But um, in creating a, a list, a group list, and you want it, you don't want it to show everyone you know how sometimes you, you'll get something from a list and it says that it's from just the name of the list and it doesn't list everyone that's in it. Am I making sense? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I know there's a way to do that. Uh, and I will, I will get that answer for you. Thank you. Yeah, I, would... I know exactly what you're saying. You, you want it to not show everybody. You don't want everyone to see who is receiving the email. Is that correct? Put it exactly. in BCC? Yes, okay. exactly. Larry, do you happen to know? But, uh, well, I'm guessing because Outlook is semi-new to me because I used another client, but I'm yeah. guessing if you put it in BCC... That was my guess. Then yeah. they would not see the, anybody from within the group. It might just say two, or it might, I'm not sure if it'll give the name of the group, but it definitely would suppress the names in the list. Right, right. Because I know right now if I send an email, you know, and every, everybody gets it, it shows who... That's because they want you to do that when you're with a company. But if you're doing something privately at home, you may not want those right. names out. Yeah. So what I'm reading here is, is exactly what you just said. Start typing the name of the group into the BCC field when you're creating an email. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Type the name of the group into the BCC. The, the individuals, you mean? Of no. The group no. Into so the BCC. What's, your, what's your group name? Whatever that is. Let's say it's yeah. Visibilities. Type visibilities okay. in the BCC field, and all those names that you put in that group will be shown for you, not to anybody else. Right. So you create your group, and you add all of the people to your group, but then when you create a new email, you go to the BCC field, and um, you can type the name of the group there, and everybody won't see who all it's to. So, but when I'm actually creating the group, I wouldn't have to try and there wouldn't be a place to do a BCC of them. No. Okay. No, not while All you're right. creating the group. Correct. All right. Thank yeah, you very Great question. Much. Thank you. Okay. Your next question is from Christina. Hi, Liz. Yeah. I, I love your trainings. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I did come in a few late, a minutes late. So if you did say, how do you, what is the shortcut to create a contact group? It is control shift L. Think about list control shift That's, L. Okay, then it hasn't uh -huh. changed because that was right. what was for the distribution list a while ago when they had Windows Seven. I think uh -huh. it was. so. And just just something off topic, really quick. With the Jaws update twenty twenty one, they said there's a command to do control shift T to when you're in Zoom to see who's talking, and it doesn't work. Okay, um, just to bring it back. <laughs> Okay, mine mine just announced it for me, so I'm not sure. Um, let me try something here. Okay, I tried both shift keys. Sometimes I wanted to say, uh, I tell you what, send me an email. Send an email to training at vespero.com, and I'll help you figure out why that's not uh, working. Thank you. I'll get some information for you, because, yeah, that's good to know. That is good information to know. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's working for me. So it might be depending on the Zoom version she has. Although those update yeah. automatically almost, so it should be up to date. Yeah, there we'll we'll troubleshoot help you troubleshoot that. We'll try to figure that out. 
All right, your next question is from Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Good afternoon. Um, I am for the million dollar question. Okay. Uh, I've had so many people tell me so many things that I don't know what is the the one I'm supposed to do, but I've tried them all. How do you open an attachment and outlook? Okay. With JAWS? JAWS? Okay. There are a couple of ways to do that, but I'll tell you an easy way to do it. All right. So you arrow to, if you're on the message that contains the attachment, then you can press enter to open that message and it's, you, you know, it's going to put you in the body of the message, right? Right. So then you shift tab. Now, sometimes this gets a bit tricky. So if it starts taking me through the different fields, I'll just press escape to get out of the message and then I'll go back in. Most of the time you press enter on a message and if you shift tab, it'll say attachments. And then it'll tell you one of one, one of two, however many. You can use your right arrow to navigate among the different attachments. If you want to open one, you press enter on it and then you have a dialogue that gives you the option to open or save. And so if it's if you want to open, you just press up enter, press enter on open, and it'll open it in whatever application, like if it's a Word file or whatever, you know, whatever application it was created in. Wonderful. That was a whole yes. lot more steps than anybody's ever told me. So that's good. Yeah. And like I said, there are multiple ways to do it. That's the way I personally like to, because if I open the email, I'm going to read the email and right. I'm right there in the message. Um, you know, so and I can many people it. send so many attachments and it's just like, if you just stick it in the main body, then a lot of people can read it better. But mm-hmm. so, but I appreciate your answer very much. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the next question is from Viola. Hi, Viola. Hello. Nice to see you again, Mika. And buddy. Good to see you. Um, I was just creating a distribution or a group, a contact group for my choir because I had to set my computer back to factory default. So this is really timely. Um, are you going to go through the the way that you go through your contact and you can either select and um, put a bunch of people in at one time? Are you going to go through that or do the control where where you can select non-contiguous um, people's names and stuff? Um, I can go through that. Um what have now uh, have you have you worked on that have you used that yeah. option okay I, you, yeah, you really like because, that option well because i have a lot of people that i want right. to add and you want to add them all at once, the right? list and i don't want to have to type in names and have it find them we can sure. do that right i think so yeah i think that'll work how how have you done it how how do you usually do that when well, you're in contact when i go in i go into the contact group and i did everything you said mm mm-hmm. mhm but then I I didn't know the key sh- the shortcuts. Um, so when you go into add members, it takes you to the your contact. You have to tab to find your extended list, and then once you find it, you can arrow through and choose each one. Either enter on it, like you said, or you can hit your shift key at the top of your list and hold onto your shift key and arrow down and select them all. Or you can um, start at the top of your list, hit your control key, and hit the space bar on all on the ones that you want to select them, and then hit enter, and it will add them all at once. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. I've, I think yeah. I've used that method as well. And that's a good, go ahead. I'm sorry. You were going to say something. Else. No. So that is, that is still available. Is that correct? Yeah. That's where I, I've done it. So I'm, I'm hoping I can still do that. Yeah. You should still be able to do that. You can also go to, um, you can also go to your contacts and you can click the, like, I think this is what you were saying to you can find the group that you want to add the members to. And then if you already have, you know, a list of members, I'm, I'm navigating through it right now just to see. Um, all right. So yeah, you create the group and then you go to, um, yeah, you can still do that because I'm I'm here. I'm going to contacts. I'm choosing to do it from contacts. Right. Um, and I think some of it depends on which, you know, if you choose contacts or address book. Mine shows up differently, of course, because we've got several address books. But you can. Yeah. So if I choose uh, one of the address books here and it, it gives you different uh, hotkeys for different address books. And then it gives you uh, the select members. So yeah, you can, you can do that. You can just select the members you want to add and it'll add them all at once. All right. Your next question is from Penny. Penny, you should be able to talk. Uh, Hi, Elizabeth. I'm a little bit confused. Oh, hush. I'm a little bit confused between the contacts and the address books. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if, like if you do something in your contacts, does it automatically copy over to your address book in um, the commands for getting to your contacts? Are they the same as, is it still alt control B for the address book? And then, you know, how do you get, get there? Cause I, my address book and my contacts are a mess on my computer right now. <laughs> well, See, that's where, and, and, and that is confusing. You're right. No, the, the answer is no, they're not necessarily the same. Um, they're, okay, let me rephrase that. So if you, if you perform a task in your contacts and then you go to your address book, it doesn't necessarily sync across the board because it's a different list. So mm-hmm. contacts is one list. You're uh, like mine. When I go to contacts, it shows me one thing. It shows me my contacts folder. So it shows me groups and, and I can go in there or I can go to the contacts list, which mine's called there's, I have an offline global address book. I have an online address book and there may be a lot of the same contacts in those different lists, but there may not be, not necessarily, you know, you may not find that same contact in all of those lists, but they're pretty much lists of the same thing. They're, they're all contacts. So, cause I noticed that I was on a distribution list and all the contacts in there automatically copied to my computer and my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I was trying to figure out which list is that? And are the commands the same for getting there? Because it, do you still have to do the control Y to get to the folders? Yes. Or, or what's, is there a special command for getting to the address book? Now the address book you can do, like you were saying, your control shift B and that'll still take you to address book. But if you do uh, control Y, you press that and then you hit C. If you have a contacts, fol- contacts folder, it will um, take you to that folder. 
Okay, and then what's the command for getting to the address book again? Control shift B. Control shift B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, now the Alt H it gets you up to the menu. Right. And so then when you want to create a members list, when you put the name in, is it still Alt H and then A and then member add member and that's where you put the name for the list. Um. So if actually if you press Control Shift L, that creates mm-hmm. the list. And then you can do Alt-H-M. And there are probably multiple ways of doing this, mind you. You can do Alt-H-M and A for address book or C for contacts. Um, And then you can add the members there. And one of the choices here that I just found in this list of uh, contacts list of of different lists, like my contacts, my address book, it Mm -hmm. says uh, all address list. It says what? This is all address list. And so that'll pull from every address list that you have on your computer, on your Outlook. That's, so. Yeah, that's what I need to kind of fix because mine's kind of old and, you know, I need to update it. So, um, and that'll give me, so to get, uh, it's either Alt Shift B, is that right? I, no, Alt Control B. Or you go to the folders and then you get to your contacts that way. And in there, I'll find the, um, where it says all addresses on the computer. Right. Yeah. That, that, uh, address book command is control shift B. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Control Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. And this sure. call is being recorded, right? Yes. So we can go back. Okay. Good. Thank you. Liz, sure. did you discuss what mm-hmm. the difference is? Because, again, I'm new to this client, semi-new. What's the okay. difference between the address book and the contact list? Um, I think it has to do with, and I could, again, once again, somebody tell me if I'm, if I'm incorrect about this. But Windows calls, it used to call your, in, in Windows, you know, Windows, it would call things, it would call your addresses and your email addresses and your names and things contacts. Now they call it people. But in Outlook, you have contacts and then you have the address book. And you have a lot of the same fields. So really, they're, they're very similar. There, there are probably some differences between the two, but they're, they're very, very similar because they still have the name, the email address. Um, I know uh, you, with contacts, you can have a contacts card that kind of pops up. It looks like a, you know, like a business card or kind of like a, a card that would go in an old, you know, paper address filing system. Okay. A little exploration is going to be necessary right. for me. Yeah. The exploration will be the <laughs> yeah. same. Yeah. Um, All right. Your next question is from Scott. Scott, you should be allowed to talk. Hi, Scott. Okay. Getting back to the, uh, Getting back to sending a group email without showing all the recipients, mm-hmm. um, and I'm pretty sure this is correct. Just for clarification, you need both the to field and the uh, BCC field just filled in with the group name, correct? I think you can. You should just be able to put that in the BCC field. I believe the group. So name you could leave. BCC. You could leave the to field blank. Yes, oh. I think so. I think you can, okay, Larry. Can I, you I think that? that's right. If it, it yeah. if it's wrong, then then Outlook will prompt yeah, I guess you. Yeah, if that's not right, Outlook will prompt you. Is, yeah, because I would I would have thought all the, the two field it would always have to be filled in with an address of some sort. So I'm just confirming, but 
you know, but as long as the BCC field has the has the group name, the no, the, the other recipients won't be shown in the email. I guess that's the main thing. So, right? Yeah, because that BCC field, you know, if you're if you're using the BCC field in a regular email, and let's say I put Larry's email address in the two field, uh, but you know, Scott, I want to send you the email, but I don't necessarily want. Yeah, I want to keep yours hidden. I can put yours in the BCC field. So, yeah, I would think that you would just be able to type the group name in the BCC field. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. That's all I have. Lori, Lori, you should be able to unmute. Hi, I'm Barbara. Um, so I don't have. I don't. I only have things in contacts. Is that? I mean, is there a problem with that? No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually, just to verify what Larry just asked a minute ago. So contact, yeah. uh, if you Outlook at home, you're probably going to have just a contacts list maybe. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. if you have like at work or at school, you know, if you have your contacts list, it's probably going to have people within the organization and your address. Mm-hmm. Have just like your global address book. It could be people who aren't in necessarily in your organization. Okay. So, and one other question. Um, uh-huh. So, are the contact group um, the yeah contact group? If if I created a contact group, would that just be mixed in with my contacts in alphabetical order? Probably, yeah. Because when you go to your contacts folder, that's where the groups appear. So, they, they, so they'll be mixed in with the. Do they appear at the top? The, I think they're at the top. Yeah, okay. mine are at the top. Just like a folder oh, okay. would be in 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 Microsoft. Yeah, just okay. like folders are before files. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. And your next question is from Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Um, thanks. I didn't have a question, but I just wanted to say that when I do the BCC, I um, will put my address up there when I put two, just mm-hmm. so that it goes through if there's an issue of, you know, whatever platform you're using so that's just a suggestion if somebody does get a kickback just put your own address then you see that the email went through and you can always delete it when it comes through yourself so yeah that's a great idea i like that that's idea. my uh one cent two cent today thank hey, you i think it's worth a whole lot more than that <laughs> thank you thanks good job all right and that is um all of your questions for right now okay. All right. Well, let's talk about some more tips. And if you guys have any more questions, if you think of anything, um, I'm going to work on that uh, for for the person who asked the question about adding multiple. I was working with it and it seems to be working fine, but I'm, I'm going to work with that to see how to add multiple contacts from different you know, lists of contacts or address books. So if you have any questions about that, send an email to training at Vispero.com. And like I said, if you think of a question, then just send an email. So I'm going to go ahead here in just a second and share my screen again. And we're going to talk about how you can navigate your Outlook inbox like you do a table and why you might want to do that. So I'm going to go over here and share screen. Inbox All right. Can you guys hear my jaws? We can. Yep. Okay, great. All right, so navigating out the Outlook inbox like a table. So you can navigate your Microsoft Outlook, uh, your inbox, or any folder, actually, like you would a table um, using the table reading commands, just like you would in, say, Word or the Internet. And it's going to be the same commands, too. 
So what this allows you to do is navigate by column. Now, by default, JAWS is going to read all the highlighted items in your inbox. So when you move up and down through messages, you know, you're going to hear um, who it's from, you know, the subject, the, the date, uh, when it was sent, things like that. You're going to hear all that information. So, for example, if you just want to navigate through the subjects, you don't want to hear who it's from. You just want to navigate quickly through the subjects to find something really fast or you want to navigate through the, you know, who it's from, the sender. You can do that by using table commands. So there are two ways to do that. You can use the standard table commands. You can press uh, Alt, Control, and right and left arrow to move by column. So I'm here, I'm pressing, holding down Alt and Control, and you have to hold that down. Beginning a row, subject, from Twitter, column one. From? Subject, at Trainers FS, check out the notifications you have on Twitter, column two. Received, wet one slash 13 slash 2021, 8.53 a.m., column three. All right, so let's just say I want to navigate by uh, sender. Sub from Twitter, column one. All right, so I'm still holding down Alt and Control. I can hit down arrow. Twitter, row four. Idle from the posse yellow group. Twitter, row seven. Twitter, row eight. Google account. So I can hit up arrow. Twitter. Idle from the posse yellow. So Twitter, a trainer. Let's say that. Um, Twitter. Top of column. All right, so it's telling me I'm at the top. So let's say, now, you know, you can hold down the control and alt and hit your right arrow key to navigate by columns and, and up and down to navigate by row. But let's say I don't want to hold down alt and control. I can use the table layer. So in JAWS, we have layered commands. I don't know if you guys have used these at all, but they're very powerful. So you have commands that you press insert space bar to enter the command layer, and then you can press different letters for different things, like T for the table layer. And uh, the layered commands have been created so that you don't have to use a lot of different keyboard commands or some you know difficult-to-reach keyboard commands to perform certain tasks. So when you turn on the table layer, you don't have to hold down Alt-Control. You can just navigate with your right and left arrow key by column or up and down by row. And this applies to tables in Word, uh, tables on a web page, and your Outlook inbox. So I'm going to press Insert Spacebar. Space. You heard that little click noise. It indicates that the command layer has been activated. I'll press T. T, table layer. All right. So now I'm in the table layer. It's activated, and I can use my right arrow. I'm going to uh, find the option that I want here, which I think I'm going to navigate by subject. Subject at Trainers FS. Check out the notifications you have on Twitter, column two. Okay, so now I'm in that column. So if I just press my up or down arrow key, I can just navigate by subject. At Trainers FS, check out the notifications you have on Twitter. At Trainers FS, kick off the new year with webinars on JAWS compatibility testing. At Trainers FS, Freedom Scientific Shared Welcome. You are- All right, so if I want to uh, go back up to a message here. At, at Trainers at Trainers FS, check out. And if I want to actually read that message, I'm, you know, I can press enter on the message just like you normally would to open it. And when I do that, we're gonna, it's gonna exit the table layer, and we're gonna hear a little chime here, and uh, then we'll be in the message, and then we can just press escape, you know, to exit that message. So I'll press enter. Enter. Hear that chime? Message has seven links. Default and underline. Pro- here I am in the message, and then I can press escape when I'm done. Escape inbox. And I go back to my inbox. Now, if I wanted to navigate by the table, you use the table layer again, I would have to press that insert space bar and then the letter T. So if you're in the table layer and you want to exit, you just press escape to exit the table layer, and you'll hear that chime once again, and it just returns you to your list of messages. And you can do this in whatever 
folder that you're in, whether it's inbox, uh, sent items, whatever it may be, custom folder, you know, whatever it may be. So let's see if you guys have any questions. I use that a lot because it means I'm lazy and don't have to do all control right arrow to go through <laughs> yeah. the table. You just arrow through the table. It's, it's really cool. Well, and the column options are you can navigate by importance, reminder, icon, attachment, from, subject, received, size, categories, mention, and flag status. Now, you won't find all of those categories. If, if a particular message doesn't have one of those or several of those, you won't find it as you're pressing right arrow. But also, interestingly enough, um, if you're, let's say you're on importance and you're up, you're pressing up and down arrow to move in that particular mm-hmm. column, then if a message doesn't, is not like marked with any kind of high importance or low importance, then um, it's going to go to the next thing to the right, the next column to the right. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, might go to attachments instead, or or if you don't have categories, you know, it'll it'll go to whatever is to the right. So, okay. um, yeah. So if there's no I'm attachment, it'll move to from. I'm sorry. And if there's no categories, you know, it'll move to flag status. Mm. So, but then when you continue pressing down arrow and you encounter that column again, mm. it'll it'll read it. So I just wanted to make you guys aware of that. All right. So let's take those questions. I'm so sorry. Oh, no problem. Um, okay, so I just, un- I just unmuted you, okay. and um, your last name seems to start with a J, so I think it's Justin Bell, but could you tell me your first name? Yeah, it's actually Joe Stombaugh. Um, I I had a question, actually, about the first part. Um, I had my hand raised all that time, and I don't think Uh-oh. anybody saw me. Um, I use primarily Windows 10 mail, just because okay. I, it's easier for me, and I don't need all, a lot of the extra stuff. Um, but can you also do that in there or do you have to go actually into your outlook and and create the contact groups i would imagine that windows mail has that option i don't actually use that but i can check on that for you larry do you know i know i keep putting you on no no that's okay that's okay because i can always say no uh no uh i (laughs) i do not know i uh but it's not difficult to find out yeah send it i can try it anyway i just sure i just thought because I, you know, I, I really need it for uh, for some other things. So I, I thought I, I can just try it. I just thought maybe you guys would know. Yeah, that's it's a very good. Th- it's a powerful thing to be able to create those contact groups because you know you don't have to insert everyone's email address each time, and you can just type that name in there. So yeah, you feel free to send an email to training at vispero dot com. That's V I S P E R O, um, and I'll definitely find that out for you and. Yeah, some okay. information on how to do that. Okay. And then your next question is from Christina. Hi, Christina. Liz, I just wanted to tell you, I fixed it with the um, talking because I had my notifications and I thought they were um, enabled, but they weren't. They were disabled. So now it's working. Okay, good. Yeah. I was thinking they, they might not have been. Oh, good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Thank you. All right. Um, your next question is from area code nine seven four. Hi, um, my name is Michelle. I had a quick question. Um, uh-huh. I like when you undid the um, insert spacebar and then you hit the table thing. Uh-huh. And when you got off of that, did the chime? Is there a way to set those up? Uh, the chime noise, you mean? Yeah. 
Um, that's just a noise or, or sound that you hear by default. Um, there, there, you might be able to change that in JAWS settings as to what noise that it, it makes. But um, those two sounds, when you press insert space and you hear the little click and then you escape out of like the table layer, for example, that's that sound has been assigned to that specific uh, action. All right. And then your next question is from Viola. Uh, control three is the other way to get to the contact folder from your inbox if you want to do it really quickly without, you know, going into the folder menu. Yeah. You know, control number three. That's true. That's very true. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. Uh, control one is your inbox. Control two, I believe, is calendar. Control three is contacts. Uh, four is to do list. Notes is five. And now, those w- could be different, though. For example, if you didn't have a calendar in your email, it might, of course, I know your Outlook will, but it, those could vary depending on how your Outlook is set up. But yeah, just try those and see what you get because those are those are really good commands to have. So yeah, thank you for reminding me about that. And which contact list would it show? For instance, if I've got mine going to the calendar, meaning uh-huh. out uh, the iCloud calendar, Okay. Am I going to see the contacts that are on my computer or am I going to see the contacts from within the iCloud? Um, I'm guessing it's going to go to the computer. Computer. But I I'm think. not sure. I Mine just happen to think about that. from my Vespero contacts list. But I'm yeah. on an exchange server, right. so I don't know. That's right. a good question. I no longer am because I'm not working. Right. So right. I will check, but I, I'll yeah, bet you it, I'll bet Let you it goes know. to the computer. Let me know what, sure. you, what you find out. Okay. And... Um, Elizabeth, you have you don't have any more hands raised, and you have about uh, nine minutes left. Okay, great. Let's talk about some more customization options then. I'm going to share my screen. Let's start at screen share. All right. Inbox. Can you guys hear that? Yes. Okay, great. All right. So you can customize what. JAWS speaks when you navigate through your Outlook inbox. So, you know, we were talking about uh, by default, those those columns that it'll automatically announce by default. Um, in your inbox, which are, you know, importance, reminder, icon, attachment from subjects, received, so forth. But if you don't want to hear certain pieces of information you can actually change those settings. And you don't have to do it in Outlook. You can have JAWS do it for you. So you can also reorder them. So if you press Insert F2 to run the JAWS Manager, which I'll do right now. Press Insert F2. Run JAWS Manager dialog. List 1, List 2, Command Search, 1 of 17. Okay, then I'm going to press C until I locate Customize Outlook Message List. C, Custom Highlight Assigned. C, Customize Outlook Message List, 3 of 17. All right, and then I will press Enter to activate that. List box, Twitter at Trainers FS. Check out the notification you have on Twitter at 8.53 a.m. 25. Okay, it's reading my inbox, but it, it went to the, it should have gone to this dialog where you can use your tab key to navigate through the dialog and we can... Uh, we can start customizing this the way that we want it. All right. So by default, we're on the speech tab. There is actually a, a Braille tab for if you're using a Braille display. So if you tab and you hear, say, speech tab, you just hit right arrow 
and it'll say Braille tab. You can probably also press a uh, control tab to, to move over to that Braille tab. But we're going to stay on the speech tab. So the first section of this dialogue lists all of the different categories here, all of these different fields, and you can press space on any of them to tell JAWS that you you do want to hear it or you don't want to hear it. So this is a toggle, which means you press space to enable it or disable it. And then you can also move an item up or down in the list. And I'm going to show you how to do that. So if you want to hear the subject first before you hear who it's from, you can do that. Um, so we place focus on an item and then you can tab to the move up or the move down button and press enter or the space bar to move it. And I'll show you how to do that. So here we are. We should be in our list. Important speak message speak column one of ten. Okay, we have message speak column. So it's going to say message. Um, it'll also say things like meeting request and things like that. Important speak column two of ten. Now, interestingly enough, let's say you're on a meeting request when you're in your inbox. You're on a meeting request and you press insert F2 and go to this list here. It will at the top, you'll see meeting request. So it'll add that here in this list. Right now, I'm, I'm not on a meeting request, so it didn't say that. Icon speak column 3 of 10. Header status speak column 4 of 10. So if I wanted to change header status, I could press spacebar. Header status do not speak 4 of 10. Header status speak column 4 of 10. Flag status speak column 5 of 10. So if I don't want to know if a message has been flagged as, you know, a reminder, important, let me... Flag status do not speak 5 of 10. Flag status speak column 5 of 10. I do want to hear those things because it's important to know if a message is flagged. Attachment speak columns. If you don't want to hear if a message has an attachment, you could turn that off. From speak columns. You don't want to hear who it's from. Subject speak column. Received speak column. Size speak column. So maybe, for example, maybe hearing the size isn't important. You, may, you know, Maybe you don't want to know that. You can just... Size do not speak 10 of 10. I press space and it won't speak that. It will no longer tell me that. So... Size... What this does is it minimizes what you hear and it allows you to navigate quickly through email messages. Now, you know, you may, you may think, well, I don't need that because I just, I can filter out what I want to hear and quickly navigate. And that's fine because you can still hear all of those things. But this allows you to customize what you're hearing. So now, I'm on, uh, let's see, I'm on size. So I'm going to tab. Move up button. If I wanted to move that up one, I, well, I guess I, I could just press enter. If I press enter again, it moves it up two different. List one. So let's see what we have Subject, here. Subject, speak column, 9 of 10. Receive, speak column, 10 of 10. So now, instead of being the 10th option. Size, speak column, 8 of 10. Size is the 8th option. So if, if I wanted to hear that before I heard. Subject. Subject. Receive, speak column. Or when it was received, I could move that up. Size. I'm going to go ahead and tab. I'm on size. I'm going to tab. Move up button. Move down button. To move down. I can hit the space bar too, and I'll, I'll do that twice. Space. Space. So now I'll shift tab back up to this box. Move up. Move down. Toggle speech button. Alt plus E. Move down button. Oh. Alt, move up. List one. List view. Size speak column. 10 of 10. And there it is. And we have size, and it's back as the 10th item. So we can also, we have a couple of other options here. Move up button. Move up. Move down button, Alt plus D. And you hear we have those those commands. It gives you Alt D. Uh, move up button, Alt plus U. List let's one. say you're in the list and you want to press Alt plus U to move it up. Alt U. Size speak. Receive speak. And that did work. Receive, or speak, if I want to move it down, I can press Alt plus D. Alt D. 
Size speed column, 10 of 10. Okay, so just real quickly to go through a couple of other things I can tab here. Move up button, move down button, toggle speech button, alt plus, column headers, ignore radio button check. So, so here for it only headers. moves one increment at a time? It, it may yes. go from 9 to 10, and then next time you do it, 8 to 10. So it's not going to yes. move it from 10 to 10 to 1 to 10. No. Okay. Not that I know. No. Well, each time you do it, it moves it one increment. That is correct. And so if you know you want to move it three times, you just press that keyboard command three times, or you press space or enter on that choice three times. So here you, we can choose to ignore headers. Column headers. Speak custom text or header radio button check. Speak custom text or header. Speak custom text and header. And column headers. Speak custom text only radio button check. Just speak custom text. Column he- so this is a feature I just was, was working with yesterday. You can actually enter custom text. So when it says a particular header, if you want it to say a certain thing, you enter that custom text. Column headers, custom text, edit, alt plus T. Right here into that field, and it will say that specific thing, whatever that custom text is you want. Column headers, select voice alias button. Alt. We also have a button here for selecting voice alias, and what that means is you can select a different voice to read things like bold. Uh, so any text that's bolded or all caps, or you have you know several different choices. Uh, different choices there. And so when in that text is encountered, let's say I set a different voice to uh, speak bolded text. Whenever it sees bolded text, then I hear that different voice and it, it can alert you to that kind of thing. So that can be important as well. Okay button. And then you have okay and you can press space. Space, list box, Twitter, tri- and I'm back in the inbox. Meeting control. So yeah, let's see if you guys have any questions here. And William, you are allowed to talk now. Uh, I was wondering, how can I receive a copy of this webinar? It's going to be recorded and put up as a podcast through ICB Community. So hopefully later on today, it'll be up. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for attending. And thank you guys for all the great questions. If you have any more questions, send an email to training at thisbarrel.com. I'll be happy to help you out. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Mika. Of course. And we'll come Thanks, back guys. next week. All right. Take care. All right.